You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? This is the Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesey, back with both of my co-hosts tonight. Dalton Miller is alive and well. He has not been with us the last two weeks, but he is back today. Dalton and Cole Patterson on the show tonight. What's going on, guys? How are y'all today? Doing pretty well. How are y'all? Man, I'm just happy to be back, honestly. <laughs> it's uh, It's been a long time. I miss doing podcasts. I haven't even been doing mine recently. All those, all those damn video games. Well, it's a little video games. It's a little bit of you know. I'm, I'm actually you know diving in and watching a lot of college film already. Uh-huh. Um, and then my grandfather dying kind of put a wrench oh. in everything because I had to fly home twice. Well, but uh, other than that, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just an asshole. That's all. Uh, no, it's, it's okay. It uh, might sound weird, but it's probably for the best. He's, he's Gosh. Like, I mean, start over. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, he was just—he was—he was not super old, but he, you know, hadn't been able to do the things that he loved. Like he loved gardening, and he had MS, so he hadn't been able to do that for probably six or seven years. He's been in a right. wheelchair. Yeah, just totally destroyed him. So I mean, it's better off this way. Yeah. Sad, but better. Right. Well, rest in peace to Dalton's grandfather. Was it grandfather or uncle? Grandfather, yeah. Okay, my my great uncle just passed away this week. Uh, I wasn't all that close with him, but same situation. So, yeah. Rest in peace to Dalton's grandfather. Rest in peace to my great uncle Cole. Have you had anybody pass recently? I have not. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, <laughs> we're not going to be rest in piecing uh, the Dallas Cowboys secondary. Next not week. quite. Not quite. And that well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're going to figure that out today because we are going to talk about the Cowboys secondary today. Um, that is probably the most, would you say that's probably the position group of the most overturned this year that's had new guys come in and familiar faces go out with Byron Jones leaving. Um, you're bringing in a ton of new players, uh, Trayvon Diggs, Reggie Robinson, uh, Haha Clinton Dix, Maurice Kennedy. There's There's a bunch of guys we're going to talk about today. Um, but I wanted to start off, Cole, I wanted to ask you, you've been on with me the last two weeks, we've talked about wide receivers, we've talked about the offensive line. From this cornerback spot, uh, what, what's the guy that, who's the guy that you kind of think has a chance to make a name for himself in camp? You know, we've always been a big fan, I feel like everybody's always been a big fan of Jordan Lewis, and he's always been the guy in camp that we're saying, oh, he's going to break out. Xavier Woods was that guy last year. Do you have a guy this year? that you think that can break out in the secondary that we're going to be talking about in camp that has a chance to make a really big impact for the team this year? Yeah, so I don't know if it's 
a breakout candidate per se as far as under the radar. But I do think this is a chance for uh, uh, Cheeto to really make a name for himself as far as uh, remind everybody why so many people were excited about him, remind people why that he was a second-round pick and that we were all uh, hoping that he would be the successor to Byron Jones as far as the number one corner in the secondary. But things haven't always gone as well as hoped with Cheeto. He loses the ball in the air. He uh, he really doesn't look like a number one corner just yet. He's he's flashed. He's shown some signs of being uh, taking that next step, but he hasn't put it all together. There's even been some talk about moving into safety, and which makes sense. He does have uh, some athletic traits to succeed there. He'll be facing the quarterback, those kind of stuff. But I think this is a big off season for him. Like I said, he's not under the radar. He's not going to be somebody to come out of the uh, come out. Like nobody is expecting. I do think this is big for him. It just because I mean, he's entering a career. His last season on his contract, Byron Jones is off to Miami, obviously. So the number one corner there is there for the taking. All the hype is surrounding Trayvon Diggs. As you mentioned, everybody loves Jordan Lewis. Anthony Brown's returning from injury. Um, all these new faces. I think Cheeto really needs to step up. And I think he has a chance to just do that and make a name for himself and solidify that role. Yeah, I agree. I'm really interested to watch Cheeto's uh, progress this year because last year was kind of up and down. I think he performed a little bit better than what a lot of people, uh, you know, yeah. talk about on the internet and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I definitely think, you know, what we saw with Xavier Woods last year in camp, we didn't really see play out on the field. And that's kind of what I don't want to see. I don't want to see a guy in camp that's picking the ball off all the time, making plays in coverage, being physical. And then, you know, I think Woods, Woods wasn't bad last year by any means, but I don't think he lived up to the expectations that a lot of people had for him. Dalton, I kind of want to ask you that question. There is a guy that you think might have a good camp that we're going to get really hyped up on, we're going to build up really high, and then the season's going to start, we're going to be asking by week three, week four, what happened to this person? Um, I, I think, you know, it, it's going to be interesting because we don't really know what camp's going to look like at this point. We, we have no idea what's going to happen, but I think at the end of the day, you're looking at a, a guy who's going to be able to turn the ball over, and so we're going to see, we're going to get those flashes of Jordan Lewis again, you know, ball god. Um, but at the end of the day, when you look at just, you know, the target numbers against, uh, yards per reception against, uh, completion percentage, Jordan Lewis, you know, over 70% completion percentage against. Uh, guys are averaging 13.6 yards per reception against him. Like, he struggled last year. Um, he also gave up three touchdowns. But we like him because he intercepted two passes last year, um, and he's always around the football. So those are the guys who are going to hype you up because you're not going to look at camp videos and see the bad. Because these beat reporters, whoever's allowed to go to Cowboys camp, they're going to be posting the highlights. So it is those highlight-type players like Jordan Lewis who are going to show out and then come the season, get toasted. I'm actually really excited, you know, kind of taking it in a little bit different direction. I'm kind of I'm, – I'm really excited to see what Daryl Worley does. Um, I was actually pretty impressed with his film that I watched in Oakland last year when they signed him in free agency. I mean, again, he's not a guy who's going to come in and take take place, you know, take over Byron's spot. He's not going to be that lockdown corner, but I think he can do some things, and I think he could really battle for a starting role in this defense because there's no one that really stands out to you. I mean, Cheeto's been here for years. He started a lot, 
but I don't think you know I don't think he's the guy that's just locked up one side of the field and you know he's been bit, he was benched some last year so you know there's no one really that's just solidifying a starting role Trayvon Diggs is a, a rookie coming in he might not even see the field as a starter right away Anthony Brown has been in that similar role as Cheeto where he's been up and down as a starter. Same thing for Jordan Lewis. So I think Daryl Worley's a, a veteran player that could come in and potentially push for a starting job. Um, he's going to have to have a really good camp. You know, like you said, something that the fans might not be able to see, but the coaching staff is going to have to see a really good camp from him. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if Daryl Worley kind of has that breakout camp, and then you see maybe him starting. You know, I don't I don't want to compare him to Nolan Carroll, but you know, Nolan Carroll a few years ago came in, started the first few games, and then we all know how that turned out. But hopefully. That's not the way it ends for Worley, but possibly the way that's going to start for him. Um, we didn't talk at all about HaHa Clinton Dix. Cole, I don't think we talked at all about him with you this offseason. We talked about it a little bit on the Talk in the Draft podcast when we were talking about possibly drafting a safety and what HaHa Clinton Dix's impact on the team could do with drafting Xavier McKinney or one of those guys in the first round. But uh, what, what's your... What's your expectations for HaHa Clinton Dix, and do you see him being a difference maker on the back end of the secondary? So I don't have super high expectations for HaHa Clinton Dix, but I do think he can add an element to this secondary needs as far as his uh, uh, turnover ability, able to make plays on the ball, able to um, do that kind of stuff. I know Mike Nolan and the defensive staff have really emphasized creating takeaways, um, getting those opportunities. However, the reason why I'm not expecting too much is because um, he's just a high-risk player that there are going to be some plays that he's going to leave on the table. There are going to be plays that he gives up and things like that. He's not the best tackler in the world. He uh, he can struggle. He can uh, – in coverage, he can do all that. And he can be greedy. He can be greedy uh, going up for an for, uh, interception. He can be a little bit uh, – like I said, he's very uh, – he's willing to take risks, which is good and bad. And I think that could be good for the Cowboys secondary – just because they've struggled to create turnovers. As good as Byron Jones was, um, he walked down that side of the field, but there are still some complaints about them not being able to pick the ball off. Um, um, Xavier Woods has only created five uh, turnovers in the last two seasons. Um, four of them are interceptions, but, I mean, he's not really known as the guy that's going to take the ball away. He's not a ball hawk or anything like that. So I do think Hawk Clinton Dix, as an element, to the back end of that defense that can help in that regard. But I, don't, I think it's kind of foolish to say that he's going to come in and make a huge impact or anything like that. Don, I want to ask you that same question, uh, sticking with HaHa Clinton Dix. What's kind of your expectations going into this year? He's listed as the starter right now. Do you think that he starts the season off as a starter at safety, or do you think one of these young guys, uh, Donovan Wilson, a guy that a lot of people like, or even a Darian Thompson, will overtake him as that starter at safety? I don't think so, uh, but it all really comes down to what they are looking for at the position. If they're looking for somebody who is going to be um, at least uh, adequate, you know he's going to be okay in coverage, um, especially if they do run more match-based coverages this year. Uh, I think that he's somebody who, you know, being a veteran, is going to get those reps over a guy like Donovan Wilson. Uh, but the thing with him is that he knows, um, oh, uh, why can't I think of our DB coach's name? Not Al, Al Harris, Harris, but no. Maurice Linguist. Maurice Linguist. Yeah. Uh, so he has, you know, some sort of relationship with Maurice Linguist. So it'll be interesting to see, um, 
what I do know is that we have 19 missed tackles between our two safeties now. Xavier Woods uh, was marked down for 11 last year, uh, and HaHa Clinton Dix has had eight, I think, every single season uh, that he's been in the NFL. So these are the last three seasons he's had eight missed tackles in each. So it's not going to be a, a good tackling safety group. Also, on top of that, we miss uh, the sure tackling Byron Jones, who missed two tackles last year. Bring him in, and, and you have the, the rookie, Trevon Diggs, or Trayvon Diggs, um, who we know is a physical corner, but his tackling can be a little bit iffy. So I'm a little bit concerned about that part of the game in the secondary, maybe even more than I am the coverage aspect of things. I'm going to ask both of you a question before we go to break, a question that I, I really didn't think I'd ever ask. But is this defense going to miss Jeff Heath in 2020? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. The special teams might, but I don't think – he doesn't offer any upside. Mm-hmm. You know, even you know before this season, he had had you know, a couple turnover-worthy plays and, and he was able to get some here and there. Um, but, man, this past year he had a couple just go right off of his – Face mask, like we all remember the the kind of blunders, and then the year prior when he missed the tackle on Jared Goff that ended that football game. So I don't think, especially fans, are going to miss him. <laughs> I would agree with you both. We're going to take a break, come back, and then I really want to build the starting secondary for this team going into week one, and then I want to fast forward eight weeks, the midpoint of the year, and see what do you guys think will change at that point. Do you think it'll be the same? Who do you think can come up and steal someone's job? We're going to talk about the starting secondary, kind of what we see starting off the year, and then what we kind of see from that midpoint as the rookies get adapted to the league. We will be right back. We are talking the star. Hey, this is Chad Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prophecy Podcast. We've got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back on the Talking the Star podcast. We're here talking the Cowboys secondary today. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks to Blogging the Boys, SB Nation, and Vox Media for hosting the podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed where you can get multiple different podcasts from multiple different, pers- different personalities. Uh, there's about five to six different shows on the podcast feed that you'll get access to. All you have to do is click the subscribe button on Android, on Apple, on Spotify, any podcast platform that you use. Type in Blogging the Boys, hit subscribe, and you will get tons of content to listen to to uh, please your football pleasure over these last few months because not a lot of sports going on right now. 
We're uh, hoping training camp is going to get going here uh, shortly, but we have a lot to talk about. Uh, We're going to go position by position over these next few weeks and talk about these positions, and today is the secondary. Uh, We want to look at what we think. You know, we're, we're not counting on injuries. We're not counting on suspensions. With what we have right now on the Dallas Cowboys roster, Dalton Miller, who is the starting secondary for the Dallas Cowboys in week one of the 2020 season? So I definitely see Cheeto Wouzier um, and Trayvon Diggs being the two cornerbacks on the outside, uh, which means really the, the competition is going to be in at the uh, slot position. And I think that that, you know, between Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis, you know, hopefully Anthony Brown's able to come back and be healthy. But I, I think at the end of the day, they're just going to look at who performs better in camp um, and is a little bit more consistent. And I think, at the end of the day, this team with the um, not the necessity, with the the want, the desire uh, to really believe in turnovers and trying to turn the football over, I do think that Jordan Lewis is going to get the week one nod there, um, and then at safety, uh, it's going to be Xavier Woods and HaHa Clinton Dix in the back half. All right, so you have Chio. Mm-hmm. You have Anthony Brown outside. No, Cheeto and Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon, so you do think Trayvon Diggs will earn that spot? I think they'll. I think they'll start the kid. You know, with all the talk about them, you know, having him at the, you know the bottom of the first round or just outside of the first round, um, I, I do think that they're gonna give him a, a fair shot to start. Okay. All right, Cole. I'd love to know your list for Week One, and then we'll go back through after I give mine and see if we think anything will change by the midpoint of the year. Yeah, mine is very similar to Dalton's as far as I do think they're going to roll with Diggs, let him um, let him start the uh, season off at the, in the secondary, allow him to uh, prove that he was higher on their draft board, show what he can do, and uh, let him grow. I mean, you can't really – I know relying on a rookie corner isn't always the best thing to do. There's going to be some growing pains, but there's no better experience to get than actually playing on the field. So I think he does get that start. Um, obviously, Cheeto will start a corner. Um, Xavier Woods and Hawk, Clint Dix will be in, a, in at safety. I do think uh, Anthony Brown will start in the slot. Um, he is coming off injury, and um, like Dalton said, I know the staff is really emphasizing takeaways. However, I do um, think that Brown gets to start because they also are emphasizing size. He has that size advantage on Jordan Lewis, obviously, but also he, he was very good in the slot before he got injured. I know that injuries are always tricky. You can't really think on it, especially this kind of off season. But assuming that he is healthy, assuming he looks right in camp, I do think he grabs that uh, starting role. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Cole. I, I think Anthony Brown will be in the slot, Trayvon Diggs um, on the outside, with Cheeto on the outside as well. And then Xavier Woods and HaHa Clinton-Dix. And, and kind of to the point you made, you know, they just gave Brown a new contract. I mean, it wasn't a big contract by any means, but I think that maybe they'll they'll make that job for him to lose. They'll, they'll put him out there, and if Jordan Lewis is having a great camp like Dalton expects and, and like we've seen for years, you know, maybe Lewis does take over. Um, but that might be a spot that we, we see a change maybe a few weeks into the year. Um, I just think with, like you said, the size, and then I think Anthony Brown playing in the slot has been really good when he's yeah. been asked to just stay in the slot, when he's been moved uh, out on the boundaries, when we've seen a lot of the struggles. But I think if you can keep him in the slot, you do have the bodies now to hopefully do that. 
Um, you know, I think you have a chance to, to have three solid corner starting corners. I'm not going to say good. I don't know if they're going to be really good, um, but I think you'll have three solid starting corners that can make do. Um, but that's my my week one uh, grouping for the starting secondary is Cheeto Obuzier, Anthony Brown on the slot, Trayvon Diggs on the boundary, and then Xavier Woods and HaHa Clinton Dix as your, your back-end players. I want to go back through with you guys. Cole, I'll start with you this time. Uh, we're going to take it to the midpoint of the season. We're going to say there's no injuries. It's been a great year. Everybody stayed healthy. Do you see anyone coming up through the ranks, kind of like how Jordan Lewis has done um, in previous years? Uh, we've, we've seen some guys kind of come in and take over some playing time um, in the past. Do you think that anyone has an opportunity to do that this year? Uh, maybe a guy like Reggie Robinson, a guy like Donovan Wilson, uh, possibly a guy like Daryl Worley if he makes the roster. Do you see anyone coming in um, and taking over someone's starting role at the midpoint of the year? I mean, I would say the obvious one as far as starting is Jordan Lewis because, I mean, he is talented. He can take the ball away. Um, he's very – I mean, he has an edge to him that is hard not to like, and um, especially Anthony Brown coming off that injury. I know you said assuming everybody's healthy, but I think that is the one spot to look at. Um, however, looking elsewhere, um, I really like Donovan Wilson's potential. Um, I'm not. I don't know if he'll be grab a starting role from Clinton Dix. However, I do think he'll get a bigger role in that secondary in the rotation. Let him get more snaps as the season progresses. Um, I know. He had a little bit of a following last year um, as far as Cowboys Twitter goes, but he never really saw the field. He didn't see very many snaps relatively to what we wanted to see. So I think that with the new uh, coaching staff, I do think he sees the field field a little bit more. And um, I also believe Reggie Robinson will be a factor in that rotation. I don't think he'll be a starter or anything, but I think we'll see more and more of him later in the season. Dalton, do you see any major or minor changes coming at the midpoint of the year in that secondary? There, there's two that I could possibly see, or actually there's three that I could possibly see. I could see Cheeto losing his job. Um, I could also see Jordan Lewis uh, losing his job. So there's two right there. So Anthony Brown is going to take over uh, – for, you know, either Chino on the outside or Jordan Lewis at the nickel. I don't think that Re- I don't think that Reggie Robinson is going to be ready right away. Um, and I do believe that at the end of the day, if we're not seeing a good ha-ha Clinton Dixon coverage, that there's a, an opportunity for Donovan Wilson, if he's able to play well uh, during the preseason and show a little bit of flash, uh, I think the Cowboys nation – uh, can not that they'll apply the pressure that'll make the change, uh, but they will make their voice heard and, and they'll let this coaching staff know that Donovan Wilson exists and that we would like to see him. And maybe they run some three safety sets and, and run a little bit of three deep too. You know, it's starting to become more uh, prevalent in college football. Um, that three safety look on obvious pass down. So maybe we see, you know, him play a little bit, make a splash play here and there, um, and, and get that starting role. Yeah, I'm going to say my big one is a guy that I was a big fan of pre-draft, Reggie Robinson. And I don't know if it's a corner or safety because we've heard the talks about him being able to do both. Um, and I'm just not a huge fan of HaHa Clinton Dix. And I'm really not, you know, I, I know Donovan Wilson had a big, preseason last year but like that's all we've really seen from Donovan Wilson we can't base 
how many guys have had good preseasons that were just never able to play in the league? Um, you know, that's something we have to, to think about, too. Um, but I think that uh, Reggie Robinson either knocking off like a Cheeto Awuzie if he struggles throughout the year, um, possibly, you know, a, a I don't know, who, uh, Trayvon Diggs. I don't see them really benching Trayvon Diggs because once you put a rookie in, you kind of just let him, have to let him live and die. You can't pull him. You can't bench him. That's a confidence issue. That's something you don't want to do. Um, so, you know, I could see Reggie Robinson. I could see them just going young at corner if things aren't going well for some of these veteran corners. I could see them living and dying by that youth movement, putting Reggie Robinson out there on the boundary and going, okay, you know, let's live with the good and we'll live with the bad. And then next year we're going to look at Trayvon Diggs and Reggie Robinson as our two starting boundary corners. Um, but I could also see, as I said, if Hawkland Dix or Xavier Woods or an injury happens, there's something Reggie Robinson sliding into one of those safety roles as well and playing well and, and maybe finding a new home there as well. So I think he's the guy that I'm circling um, as the guy that could possibly take over as a starter at some point in the year because of his athleticism, his physicality, um, and his size. I do want to ask both of you guys before we get out of here. There's a couple of younger players on the roster. Uh, Chris Westry is a guy that was brought in last year from Kentucky, a real physical uh, freak. Savion Smith was a uh, free agent signing um, this year as well. Do you see those two guys making the roster at all? I know Chris Westry had some fans because of his six foot four size and freaky long arms, but do you think that those guys can actually make the roster, or do you think that those are more practice squad guys that you hope to kind of stick around for another year and develop? Well, I've kind of gotten a close look at both of them, just, you know, following Mississippi State, so paying a lot of attention. We played both the uh, Savions from Alabama, West Street from Kentucky. We played them both every year, so I kind of familiar with both of them. Um, I think West Street has the better chance of the two, if you made me pick. I don't know if either one makes the roster, um, but Westry does have that elite size. He is a he was a very good player uh, in college at Kentucky, and I do think there is some upside that can be there. Um, I'm not saying he's a future starter or anything, but if you're one, if you're going to bank on one of those two, I'd probably put my money on Westry. Yeah, I have trouble uh, trusting a six foot four corner. Um, there's just some about the reactiveness of the position yeah. that doesn't uh, that I don't like. But if you're able to to use your length to your advantage, you know, maybe it would work. And that's something that he'll probably just you know work itself out when he gets reps uh, and working in the practice squad a little bit. No, I mean I, I think that C.J. Goodwin makes the football team and plays on special teams, and then we're looking at guys, you know. Your Anthony Browns and Trayvon Diggs and, you know, Daryl Worley makes the team, Cheeto, um, and maybe Maurice Kennedy. Oh, Reggie Robinson, too. So, I mean, Maurice Kennedy, Chris Westry, Savion Smith, C.J. Goodwin, like how many of those guys are realistically going to make the team anyways? Yeah, no, I'm with you guys. I mean, I feel like Chris Westry's name gets brought up a lot, but I think it's just because he's six, six foot four, and people have that Madden mentality where they're like, "Oh, if all my corners on Madden are six foot five, then they'll never be able to complete a pass." But uh, that is uh, that is all the time we have for today. We're keeping these bad boys short and sweet. Uh, we're getting them out. We're going to be pumping out each position by the time we get to camp, so we'll have a good overall review on all these position groups before camp kicks off. Uh, we appreciate everyone for hanging out with us tonight. We will uh, see you guys next week as we'll turn to look at the defensive line 
and probably the linebackers as well. We might lump that front seven all in together, uh, talk about these guys. That's going to be a big group to talk about as well, so we look forward to coming back next week with more Dallas Cowboys football content. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Talking the Star. to do, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.